Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And we have reached episode 52 of the show. For those looking for 51, I will be handling that tomorrow and getting that out. But you won't even be hearing this until, like, many days from now. Anyways, so we'll already be out. Anyway, it's late. All right, that's all I'm saying. It's late. But it's going to come out on t- uh, somewhat tomorrow, uh, meaning Tuesday. All right, that's that. So. Yes. Well, if anything interesting from you, man. Uh, I guess now that I've had more freedom, I started working on a script for my next big YouTube project. Uh, but uh, it's already over seven thousand words, and I'm wow. I'm still not done. <laughs> I got got maybe about another third left of my things I need to write down. So uh, it's gonna be a long one. Wow, that, dude, that's, that already sounds like it's a long one. Is it like a top ten or something like that? Or, or no, it's a, it's a big analysis of Code Lyoko. It's a show that from my childhood. It's had like it has like two sequels, and there's a it, it's basically a gigantic mess of like like how the whole sequel situation. And so I wanted to cover the issues with both sequels, which one is more faithful to the original, and then also what should happen from here on to fix the whole problem. So it's like a whole theory situation on the movies not not a theory but a, a, an analysis an analysis but that's just an analysis of film analysis <laughs> and cut huh ah uh, see oh, i, I still gosh. got uh, film theory in there um it does a great job i'm working on my all the scooby-doo binge watch thing through the whole timeline of scooby-doo chronologically as laid out by the timeline within this world of scooby-doo yeah and that's continuing, so yeah, and there's <laughs> there's that, and I'm playing Geometry Dash, and I'm streaming that. You can go check out my channel, GD Marble, if you want to watch that game and me talk. Yeah. Anyways, that's life is boring right now because still virus, and uh, there's also all those protests and stuff. We're we're not here to cover that stuff, guys. Um, that is obviously a lot of horrible things have been going on. Um, in this time and, and we're just here to talk about marbles guys we're here to break share you up from all that uh terrible stuff going on out in the world um and just focus on the rolling glass spheres that you know and love so without further ado let's hear johnny marble indulge us with the news of the week Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble, and as always, I am coming to you for MSW. Now buckle up, Marble Sports fans, because there is quite a bit of news this week. First up is JMR with three new events. 
Event 2 of Last Marble Standing, Balancing, which had performances that rivaled even the teams of the Marble League. It was a close competition, but the semi-skimmers were able to take home first, followed by Dairy Dash in second and Milky Madness in third. Moving on over to Marble E now, we had the most intense race so far, with Envision Virgin Racing launching Audi off of the track. While the judges ruled it as nothing more than an accident, Karma didn't seem to think so as they went all the way from 3rd to 10th. But on a more positive note, the battle for 1st was a close one towards the middle of the race, but BMW ultimately took a decisive victory in the end, followed by Mercedes in 2nd and Tachita in 3rd. Finally, going back to last marble standing again with Event 3, the long jump. The competition was once again a close one, with the difference between 1st and 2nd being only .03. And the winner of this close competition is Grays of Glory, followed by Team Purity in second and the Freshers in third. Only three more events remain, but hey, it's still anyone's game. Well, that's news for this week, guys. I've been Johnny Marble. You have been the best fans in the world. And let's take it back and continue on with the podcast. All right, everybody, we are back from the news. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for another amazing news segment. You never fail to impress. Um, I do got a freaking rant about something real quick. There's this thing on my computer. I, I was downloading this one thing, right? And then it was one of those things where you have the sneaky download where this other stuff starts downloading when you download the one thing. And now there's this, mm-hmm. this thing called a vast, a vast clear or vast stuck on my computer. And I tried to get rid of it. But it just keeps like freaking existing. I got I uninstalled it like 15 million times, and it's like, I don't know. It's it's a mess. So if anyone knows how to get rid of Avast, if you've had the Avast problem, because I looked it up, it's like it's it's kind of annoying. People complain about it that it's like a sneak download, and you all of a sudden have this thing that takes up space and run make things slower for you. Ah, it's so annoying. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what to do about it. So it's just here. It won't go away. I stupid freaking logo is just bothering me. It's like an orange blob with like little like kind of blobs out in little places. I don't even know. But it's annoying. It's a, it's not fun. I'm not having fun right now um, with that there. So, anyways, that is uh, that. So marble time, right? Yes. And we should introduce uh, we our have... guest. Yes. <laughs> Uh, please say hello to um, Professor CC19. Hello, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, we'll just call it's him Professor for short. Um, yes. And Professor, we uh, ask the same question to every new coming guest, guys. We all know what it is now. So let's ask it together. How did you get How in did you get to into Marvel, Marvel Sports? Sports? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that for a while. It, it took me a while to realize when exactly I did. But... I believe it was back in 2017, and just random looking through YouTube, and I guess that's the benefit, one benefit of YouTube recommended, where I saw one of Yella's videos, and this was coming off um, Alvidoo Marble Racing, which I'm also very into, but originally it was very confusing because this was right in the middle of the 2017 Marble League, so uh, there was like five events out that year, I think. And then after that, the recommended sent me to 2016. So I was confused as, why are there different teams? Why why is this incoherent? So it took me uh, just a little while to realize that 
okay, this is two separate years, and who exactly to follow, but yeah, 2017 was the first year I followed as every new video came out through um, the Marble League, and the team I rooted for wound up winning the first year I watched, which kind of solidified my fan base into it. And who was that? Hmm. Um, 2017 champions. Oh, Rangers all the way. I have the shirt on right now. Nice, nice. Oh, you have the shirt nice. on. Oh, I wish you could see. That's yeah. uh, that's supporting the team, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's great that I can actually call it a sports team. Like to go out in public. I know not doing that as much recently, but finally going out again and saying, "Hey, this is a sports team shirt. You better yeah. respect this." I do sports too. <laughs> No, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a great way to get it. A lot of Orangers fans out there who just you just got to respect the O, you know? <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, it's always been kind of... Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Uh, back and forth for me between real marble racing and Algadoo. I feel like Algadoo has kind of gone mm, down in popularity recently. Mm, I, uh, absolutely. It has. Yeah. More so for me, it's... When I first started my channel, I was like, uh, well, what am I going to do? Because uh, I originally started with Algadoo content, and then it became a little difficult because I had literally nothing, uh, no knowledge in recording or software or recording programs. So that put on, went on the back burner. And then I realized later, once I did have a better knowledge of computers, um, that I can actually continue to do this. And I always try and develop... Um, what Yella does as closely as I can, but still keeping some originality into Algadoo. Which is good, yeah. Which is good. So you still make Algadoo on your channel? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's one of the um, mainstays. There's two mainstays on my channel, Candy Crush and Algadoo. Um, new series always coming out. Uh, new series just created this year, an Algadoo version of Marbula 1 with 16 uh, teams from other series. And that's going on right now, about halfway done good that's good that's really cool, really cool, really cool. yeah um i mean uh, i used to make some algodoo on this channel uh, y'all can go check that out if you want unfortunately um i'm not able to continue with that currently but uh yeah i mean i put a lot of work into every each algodoo event so i mean it took su such a long time to prepare every event and, and to run every event and i can understand that that um uh it's very difficult to do but um yeah really absolutely is, uh, it's a cool little niche marble sports thing, you know, but uh, it's so hard to make Algadoo and then you know look over to JMR's channel and be like, oh well, I mean that how could you how could you watch Algadoo over JMR? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's um, that's that's true. <laughs> I think the problem like, like like a lot of smaller creators like like it's important not to just, to to judge worth based on comparisons. Like when you're just starting out, of course you're not gonna be as good as the veterans, but like. What matters is like, are you doing the best that you can? I think right. that's what you should, all, like, not just you, but all new creators should should be focused on. Yeah, and um, are you enjoying it too? Right. If you're not enjoying yes. it, um, then this, that's the thing about YouTube. That really is the thing about YouTube in general. If you don't enjoy the content you're making, if you don't enjoy doing what the your content's about, then there's no there's no way you're going to succeed because you have to be a small creator doing what you enjoy doing. Um, for a long time in order to, even if you grow quickly even if you even if you happen to have a great mind for you know where to advertise what niche thing to do that no one's doing where to grow how to do that even if you do that it's going to take a long time to grow to a point where you're going to be making an, a lot of money so i mean you have to really like what you're doing at first on youtube so 
yeah, absolutely. Always uh, do what you love when it comes to YouTube. Um, but yeah, shall we? Uh, uh, shall we jump right into the recent videos? Uh, I believe we shall. So uh, I guess chronologically, we should you should start with the first uh, Last Marble Standing event two, which was balancing, uh, and it was quite interesting to see. Actually, I, I was really impressed by how well some of these Cravendale Marvels performed. Uh, they actually did like they um they did two heats, so you have to like look at their in heats individually. But comparing their individual heats to some of the performers, um, the Marble League, they actually did um better than quite a few. And admittedly, it's like it's like it's not um like it, it's well, it's not fair to necessarily compare them directly because I imagine like the tension and the stress of performing on that bigger stage has a much bigger effect than yeah. performing on the smaller stage Just of the of in the, the Craven of Dome. standing. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I, but I'm sure, but it's still the fact that remains that they did perform better than some, and so that is a fact that should be um, remembered because it shows that these are still some really great athletes out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were your thoughts, uh, Professor, on the uh, last marble standing balancing? Well, balancing that that caught on more than I expected for 2019, like to be the most viewed. Um, video uh, uh, of the Marble League 2019 for JMR, but yeah, I think the style of having two runs for each team works out a lot better, although I understand why it wouldn't work so much with all 16 teams, but yeah, to see the above average performances for pretty much uh, everybody, getting finishers in the first heat instead of have to, having to wait halfway through the event, um, I think it reflects more so on um, the... I'm trying to think the nature of the teams per se, like you said about the pressure, like um, you'd think that the Marble League teams might be better adjusted to the pressure, especially those that have competed in multiple seasons. That uh, is true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Some of the veteran teams, you know, performing worse than the new um, Craven Dome teams, you know, not not the best look for them. But then balancing is one of those unique events where it's kind of almost up in the air how a marvel's going to do it's really just it's a it's even more of a teamwork event than it is a singular event because it's um and and greg was kind of alluding to this during the uh during the event it's not just about being able to balance singularly but it's also about being able to posi position yourself well and 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 keep your speed in, in the right way and push off the the beginning the right way that you're not bumping in your other teammates moving them to the side you're not causing um you know, you're not running into teammates and going off the side yourself. And, and it's really a teamwork event um, that can go in all directions, even for practiced um, teams. Uh, this event, it, it's not just down on singular balancing. Um, if it was singular balancing, you'd probably expect more from Marble League teams, way more than, the, than in the Craven Dome. But this team event, it, it causes a lot of chaos, you know? Um, and you don't mm -hmm. really know what the outcome is. You know, sometimes, like, you know, you look at the event today. I mean, um, I mean, when the video came out, I guess you, you see sometimes where you'll get marbles. The fourth marble in the, in the string is the one that gets all the way to the end. You get no marbles getting to the end. You sometimes have the first marble in the string getting all the way to the end. I mean, it's so varied based on how the marbles interact with each other coming out of the gate that it, it's really hard to, um, really prepare and be confident and, and ready for that event. It's, it's almost up to luck sometimes. And what's kind of weird is the fact that we saw more of that um, dynamic, team dynamic, in the Cravendale balancing than we did in the Marble League, other than a couple teams that wound up on the podium, like the Hazers, where you saw them go 
almost three wide, like two wide, one trailing just behind them where they had two finishers and one go very far. Mm. Maybe because of how early it was last year that some of the teams didn't take as many risks and being on a lower stage, maybe the Cravendale teams were inclined to take more risks in a shorter event. I'm not, I don't know, but I never really saw that um, interaction with the Cravendale teams as much in the Marble League last year with a couple exceptions. Right. Well, um, another thing that um, I like to mention, like, um, so in balancing like, for, uh, for like the first heat, uh, the semi-skimmers, uh, Greg mentioned how like uh, they, the, two of the marbles actually bumped into each other, and he mentioned how like it would, it, how he said it messed up. But honestly, if, if you look at it, the marble that was rolling off to the side, the, the one that made it the furthest in the end of that first heat, it was going to go off sooner. But that marble, like it, sacrificed itself basically to push it to make it to push it away from the edge just a little bit longer. So. I think like there's also a level of teamwork that I personally have, do not remember seeing. I imagine that there there are examples present in the Marble League, but for me at least, this is the first one that comes to mind when I think of a team member actively sacrificing their own point value to help another teammate get even higher points. That's true. That's true. That's a very strategic play too to be able to realize that that would actually be beneficial as well because um, especially you know, how fast they're going too. Yeah, they're they're going quite fast out there, especially from the marble point of view. It's very hard to see what's going on often um, to be able to uh, have that state of mind, that presence on the field to realize that you know your failure might result in your full team's gain. That that's a good move as well, and and I agree with um, Professor as well. There there was a lot more um, interaction there on the field with the, with the marbles and, and, and a little more risky tactics, you could say, and and that's probably due to the fact that they had two heats to work through that. Right, they had a good amount true. of time to kind of go out there once, be reckless, fail, and and go out and try it again um, a little bit better. So. Uh, it's it, it's different from the marble league in the sense, and actually you saw this in all the events so far. You even in the long jump, which was event three, you you have more heat, so there's more room for error. Um, when you have the marble league, you get one chance. You get one chance. So you, it's yeah. If you're gonna go out reckless, it, it, it's it's a you know fight or flight, right? You may not you may win, you may you may completely lose going out reckless. So. Um, with less heats, it certainly puts a lot more pressure on the Marble League teams. It puts a lot more, you know, de- demanding for precision on the Marble League teams as opposed to now where you get two heats, you got two heats to figure the whole thing out. Um, you kind of, you know, balancing, uh, oh, no pun intended, uh, balancing <laughs> out the, um, the playing field out there, um, in essence. Yes. Um, looking at their scores in the heats, I'm actually, so, uh, the Freshers actually did worse on their second run. The Crazy Glory did better. Uh, Team Purity, they did better as well. Derry Dash uh, also did better. Milky Madness did better. And basically, most of the Marble teams, with the exception of the Freshers, actually did better on their second run. So, it, I think that does and that that does translate like to uh, like um the fact like like because I did mention like how like they did better than some other racers, but what I think uh, uh from the Marble League, sorry, I'm losing my words here. But I think a part of that is because, um, well, they got a second chance to run it and like really get a, get a feel for it. And like, I think that's probably what happened here. Like, if you look at the like just the because in, in Marble League you only get one shot, and so if you compare this to their first run, it's not nearly as impressive like their their achievements. But and but I do I it is interesting to see I guess like the differences between the two. Right. And yeah. 
And with the, the... I, don't I don't know where I was going with it. I don't know where I was going with that one. You made you made some you made some loose points uh, that were very uh, important. I made loose <laughs> points, but they didn't really connect anything. No, you're you're doing great. You have to put the you got to put the dots out there before they get connected. How are you gonna play connect the dots without the dots on the field, right? I mean, with the the chance to have a second run, um, two things you might have uh, seen or not seen, depending on which event you're looking at, is um, the team dynamic not being figured out for some of the ML teams versus them not really wanting to try and figure out, just going one by one down the beam, seeing how far it works out. Mm, yeah, and it, and that's tough because, you, you know, what it, the question really is, what is the best dynamic on the balance beam in, the, in, in these events? I mean, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say what the best strategy is. I mean... You come down all in a cluster, you know, you're all together, and you, you, you almost like if you come down in that diamond formation that we saw, who'd we see that from? Who was the diamond formation um, uh, there in the balancing? Oh. I think there was two teams who did that diamond formation. He really, I think, was it the Freshers? I think it was the Freshers the one time. But you come down in a diamond formation, you may set yourself up to keep those two, two of the marbles, you know, packed on the inside, almost guarded by those two outside marbles, and then you, you get a huge score pushing them all the way down. But on the other side of the coin, if you go diamond formation, you also have a lot of marbles clustered in the center, which could leave room for a lot of mistakes, you know, pushing off all of a true. sudden it all falls apart. So what is the best formation? It's unknown. And, and But the problem is if you if you look to other formations maybe a, a single file like professor was mentioning single fire formation you just come down you guys all stay apart you just roll right down the problem with that is that there is no room for any mar every marble has to be perfect a single balancing and not every marble on the team is going to have the same skill and um without marbles on the sides as guide marbles you're going to have maybe one two three and all four of them all roll off to the sides um kind of all alone out there in the beam so you're looking at a lot of different possible formations here on the balance beam but the question is which one's the best but the answer is there is no best you have to as a team as a each team has to figure that out for themselves and i think you saw a lot of um of that from these craven dome teams as they were as they had the more thought process of okay we're not the best out here we're good teams but we're not we're no marble league let's not uh, let's at least try to get one or two marbles to the end. Let's at least push one or two to the end. You know, maybe have a tighter formation, a diamond formation, a more clustered formation. So we have some guide marbles and maybe can get one uh, marble down to the end. And when you saw that happen, you saw some nice scores because um, you got that one, you know, group of 130 points there from the one marble. I mean, I don't know, but I think there actually is a more, like, a definitive best one. I think it is like that, like, like that is that, like that single file line, but like maybe like, Having like a few marbles off to the side, so it's like it's like maybe a, a two by two, but offset. That way, situations kind of like the semi skimmers. If a, if a marble sees a teammate starting to fall down, they can try and push ahead a little bit to try and knock them ahead and keep them on mm, for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, the back marble, right? And then you got like you kind of got like a double guide fence on either side, depending on where they lean to, right? So less of like a diamond formation and more of like an elongated parallelogram. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's my idea. That that's that sounds like your best possibility, um, actually. At least in my opinion, in my my professional monoc mon marble connoisseur. Indeed, the marble <laughs> who knew, connoisseur. Who knew geometry would be coming to play like here? <laughs> no, absolutely, geometry, spheres, glass, all together, all together in the marble league. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, I, I was really, I was really happy with uh, Team Purity's uh, performance in the balancing, which was good. They did pretty well. They didn't do the best, but they did okay. They did good enough. Um, I like to see them not be last. 
uh, as well as Milky Madness, who did not do very well in in the balancing. Um, rooting for those two. Actually, I think Milky Madness was did better than Team Pur- Purity. Did I think in they, the balancing? I thought. Yeah. I, I swear to God, the Milky Madness did better in the long jump, and Purity was better in the balancing. I might I'm be pre- wrong about that. I'm pretty sure Purity just got gold in the long. Uh, no, Purity got silver in the silver? long jump today. Yeah, silver in the long jump. And I think Milky Madness got bronze in balancing last. Okay, then week. I had him confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that because I, I remember the silver for Purity. So yeah, I think Purity suffered more in in the balancing, um, but Milky Madness was a little bit better. Which um, I was. Su- which I was surprised about because based on the first run, maybe it was comparing it to the ML teams, but based on the first run, I thought Purity would have a podium for sure. Yeah. Um, but then everything happened in the second round. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think that's true. Yeah, well, since we're talking about, uh, I guess, long jump, we might as well move into the talking about event three. Uh, I, I only recently seen it. I do not know if I have, like, if there's anything that really stood out to me about long jump. Particularly, I can I guess I can look at the uh, the standings like I, I, I can maybe compare a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just the fact that we hadn't seen a long jump in so long. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been a long time. Um, I just realized, oh, there's Waff's camera. I don't know why that wasn't showing up um, for a minute yeah, there. I was, I was... I was wondering, yeah, you should have mentioned that to me. Why? I, 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 well, I messaged look, you about look, it. You're back. Oh, I didn't see the message. But yeah. for me, I hadn't seen the long jump in a long time. Oh, long. See what I did there? Um, Since the ski jump, right? Just kind of getting to see that event again. I think the last time we saw that, what, what was it, 2018? Was the last time they did long jump or what was it? The ski jump. Uh, ski jump was the last one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Huh. I think so. I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. But the ski it jump was been... probably better. I, I it was what is it? Snow based, right? Yeah, it was snow based. But like the sand long jump, I don't think we had seen since 2017. Um, and I think for me, it was just it was a perfect kind of you know representation of more of a Marble Olympics style Greg Woods, a Marble Olympics style watch of, of of marble sports in general i hadn't seen that in a long time and that kind of that whole different aura that comes with it of that kind of not high paced every second as we see and saw on like the marbula e how they're always going off the marbles always super fast but kind of more of like you know greg woods inserting poignant comments every couple of seconds within the gaps as you hear the fans cheering a different type of style that i missed because i hadn't seen a marble league since last year marble olympics um since last year uh, as well as a long jump for a few years um and and then you know kind of it, it's a kind of event that lends itself more to um numbers and analysis and taking a look at these marbles how how is their form through the the drop and and you know how close is all by the millimeter a half of an inch by the millimeter um um, those jumps were apart from each other. Um, I don't know. That was a, that was a refreshing change of events for me, um, as far as you know, um, marble sports uh, goes. So I'm looking at 2017's long jump. The uh, first place for chocolatiers with 71.3. Chocolatiers, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see the chocolatiers. Uh, so didn't, 71.3 didn't even know is they not very out. impressive compared to what we saw from the. Uh, but was the, the long uh, jump the... set up differently though? I feel like well, it I mean, was. The distance is the same. Well, the distance is the same. I would assume, right? But you Although make the, it a... the Marble Olympics record was from 2016, actually, still by the Rangers with 103.8. So that's still that's, undefeated. That's a lot different. But they do change slightly the um, the structure of the long jump each that year. That is true. So and it's hard so that to say. Affect, yeah. 
it's I mean, hard to say how much of it still applies. Like, is the height of the, the ramp still the same, or is it a little bit higher now? Is it? I think that that's something that's important to I guess, figure out. Um, I think like, it's how, a, how consistent has it been. I think I feel like the, be a little lower, but you have more a higher drop. I'm not 100 sure. I feel like the it had, the track itself has to have different, like the base of it, because 2016 we saw. Uh, jumps spanning from in the 70s to in the 100s and then the other two seasons they never spanned more than uh five what is it centimeters uh it's it's, it's in centimeters i'm pretty sure so yeah for centimeters but like in this in this case in this recent one you have like you had between like yeah yeah i guess it looks pretty small though are you sure it's not millimeters yeah it's it's centimeters pretty sure at least yeah, the point the point in between has to be millimeters, so That's true, yeah, yeah. The points in between. So then you got like eighty point four and stuff like that. But yeah, you only yes. saw a variation of about like three centimeters, yeah. Yeah. I mean this feels the the long jump event itself feels like something that would be more fit for Cravendale. It seems like I don't know, like the the, the drop itself seems intense, like a, a short bit of action with everything very slow in between. It feels almost like um I don't know if I can say it, but like a, a very unusual James Bond movie with little bits of action and a <laughs> pause in between, something something like that. Interesting analogy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking back at 2016. I can't see the top of the ramp, so I have no idea how high it is compared to the ra- to the to the uh, the like the one in, in Cravendale. No mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, yeah, and I think it would uh, be a very close comparisons to try to differentiate that. You know, 2017's 2017's looks even steeper. But it's it's but the numbers they have were, were lower, so I'm not entirely. Sh- I don't I don't I was it, it's, it's a strange situation. I think that because <laughs> long jump hasn't been done for in in three years now, it's going unless they do it again for Marble League, we, it's gonna be hard do. to really be make a fair comparison. I don't know. Long jump for me is just always. I don't know how to explain it, but like it's. I mean, really, when you look, when you take the event, it's just a marble, what singular, mar- singular marble rolling off a track, man. That's it, and it does a little jump, and that's it. But there's something so intriguing about about long jump, just the simplicity of watching one marble do one jump, and you and you're like, but did it get farther? Did it get far enough? And and I just really enjoyed the Craven Dome one because all the all the jumps were so close. Um, they were. And you had those two heats where marbles got to regroup and, and, and retry their jump, some of which I think most marbles actually suffered from the, from the second heat doing worse, but a couple did better. Um, and you just got to see um, that, whole, that whole situation work out. There's something just something nice and calming about watching just singular marble j- uh, jump down and um, Greg Woods uh, throwing in a comment every once in a while to spice, up, spice it up. Just <laughs> nice and, you know, the classic relaxing calm of a marble league. A good break from... Uh, you know, Marvel, uh, Marvel, Cirque, uh, not Mar- Marvel One and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder, like, although if the uh, if they've changed the 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 long jump so much, like, would it, would it be impossible now for the record to be broken? So, like, should the Rangers even still have that title? Uh, like, I don't know. This is an interesting discussion. I think to happen if long jump even becomes relevant in Marvel League again, which it might. We don't know yet. We're not I hope entirely it does, certain. Yeah. Well, I mean, there I, I don't, it's it's hard to measure records because they change. Sometimes they change the look of the event. Like take block pushing, change right. so often as well. Yeah, like I feel like there is another record that the, that was set really early on. Then the the event changed, but the team that had it still kept the record. And then there's so, a couple of events like 
that I wish they'd bring back, like Steeplechase from 2017. That and, oh, nice, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the weird thing about that is we don't know which team has the record. It was Mellow Yellow, we got the penalties, they missed the record, but we don't know which team had the record, as we do in like I some of the others, like Hurdles. I still set by the... Uh, the, the 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 ref like the test marbles and the refs like because like, even like with the first debut they needed a record to see like, for them to try and beat and so basically the tests marbles plus possibly the referees themselves competed and raced and basically they, this is the best time for currently so yeah. the referee so the referees were able to outperform all of our favorite ML teams <laughs> maybe that, that is something to think about right I mean what's going on out there you know when they might still underpaid yeah. That means we have true professionals, though, we're running, the, um, judging these events. So Maybe a couple veteran Marble Olympics c- com- competitors <laughs> in the crowd there. I don't know. Um, but, Former yeah, it's interesting members. how they do come to those those initial records when there's not any to ha- be had yet. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just good to see a long jump again. I want to see a long jump in the Marble League. I really hope we do. Uh, just something simple. I want the simplicity to be there. Um, like I said, we were talking last week when you, when you uh, when we were talking about the whole, you know, up in the graphics and editing on the JMR videos and and that up in the sponsorships all flowing through and all that situation. And I just, you know, in lieu of that, I, I want the simplicity to be there. I want the simple five-meter sprint, the simple long jump, the simple balancing to just... Uh, maintain his position there because of uh just how how like how that is the essence of marble sports in my opinion just that just that simplicity just you know you don't need to spice anything up it's just entertaining as it is so i'm hoping that continues in its way um for marble league i don't know exactly like when i watch that i don't want to go find cravendale on amazon and get a cup to drink i'm more concerned about the 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 racing or the a skill and whatever event and as simple as it can be like last year events like the format for surfing or the elimination race i think just that late in the games it took away from the appreciation it was just too confusing interesting yeah yeah I, and indeed because i mean some of the some of the enjoyment of marble sports is just watching marbles roll man watching mm-hmm. marbles roll sitting there just watching, and just them, watching roll. them roll i mean it, it, you know watching them roll <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, there were some, there are some confusing events. Surfing to me was actually a very complex event. You surfed, surfed, is that the word? Um, and then you fell into the water and then you have a time to get down to the end. It was very, very confusing. I, I, I didn't, I, and I couldn't even see the marbles very well. Um, and then you talk about the elimination race, which that was a little bit more clear, but they would sometimes change how many marbles got eliminated. Exactly. And just got, it just got very like you were trying to keep track of the format that you sometimes almost forgot the marbles itself rolling down, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And elimination was a little hard to follow because some of them got so far down, you couldn't see them on screen. You were paying attention to the ones in back. And when your brain stuck. has to do math, then that just all compiles. Yeah. I, yeah. I, simplicity is key. Um, uh but uh, anyway, oh, some some thought just came to me in the last couple of minutes. Um, I was, you know, I've been always wondering. I've been always wondering, you know, why people, um, you know, you know how how JMR always seems to have so many subscribers. But when it when it comes down to it, the the viewership is always way less than the subscriber count. Um, and and you know, I was just thinking about it, and it just it just occurred to me that you know and. It, Going back to something, some simple thing you said at the beginning, um, I think, Professor, where you're talking about how marble sports is a sport, 
Um, you know, it made me realize why, and, and you know, and talking about the simplicity of Marvel sports, it made me realize why you might have that problem where you have, uh, you know, JMR has over a million subscribers, but they don't nearly get that many views on their videos. And that's because when you when when you take sports in general, most people that watch sports aren't like watching sports super analytically and super every second of the match watching it kind of thing if you know what i mean they're like like they're not and you know in the in the way we're talking about events being too complex most people aren't watching and like analyzing every move of the game um like that and and, and especially when it's so complex they kind of just want to sit back and, and watch something happen and usually you know when it shows up on tv they kind of like are in and out walking back and forth not really focusing on the whole thing and that's just the kind of thing i think the pro um that's brings the difficulty of why Marble Sports, um, because it's confined to YouTube right now, doesn't have as many viewers as as um, viewers weekly and monthly and yearly as it, as it has subscribers because, you know, when it comes to sports, people don't usually sit there and watch every second of it. So when, when you have to actually go to a YouTube video and pull it up, you know, as opposed to just flipping on the TV to see what random game's on, I mean, it's kind of like, it's a lot of effort for something where there's just, you know, people usually don't pay that much attention, um, that much focused attention on sports. So I don't know. That's just some theory that came to me. Um, well, I always, well, I always wonder that. A better analogy for well, for one thing, like people like in on normal YouTube channels, people will subscribe for one thing and not for the other. So people might like uh, only the Marble League, but they they don't like the Marble, they don't like Marble, uh, the Marble E or Marble or one or or, or yeah. like, they prefer those, but they don't prefer Marble League, so they won't watch those. But then also, just compared to real life. A lot of people will, will like to watch the Olympics, but not everybody will watch every single event of the Olympics. That's true, yeah. And, only, yeah. and they won't watch every single team compete in the Olympics. They'll generally only watch their team for the events that they like. It's like, and, it's all because it's always been that way. Like people yeah. don't watch things that they don't understand or aren't interested in because that that's just how it is. Like especially in in for real life Olympics, it's more. Um, it's it's a, more so because it's much longer and much more of a time consumer. So, but compared to Marble League, which is at most in the past twenty minutes, but <laughs> the point still stands that that is still time that you could spend doing anything else. So anything. it's understandable why some people don't why would watch you do anything everybody. else. Was that like like who watches curling in the real Olympics? curling fans but the only like only <laughs> curling, curling fans, fans. Probably. wow what an answer or wow. the super patriotic people who really want to see their team do good in every uh, country yeah yeah or other than the olympic channel where do you see curling on um tv when broadcast the olympics very rarely i imagine there's an espn one of the espn two i think two or three <laughs> espn <probably> 70 <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i i agree with that um and I, I actually kind of a new perspective for me that waf brought there like like, you know, when you talk about sports and the Olympics and things like that, people like people don't watch every event. I don't watch every event when the Olympics comes on. Usually I tune in for specific ones based on what I'm interested in. And for some reason, I always get this impression of Marvel sports. Like, oh, it's Marvel sports. It's a short video. And it's marbles. This is new and unique compared to people doing Olympic stuff. How could you not watch every event? But other people, you know, obviously have other opinions on it. And they're just kind of, you know, a lot of people are kind of just passive watchers seeing it for the first time, not recording a podcast about it. Um, <laughs> and, and they just, and they're just like, oh, well, you know, I like the one with the marbles crash together and they collide and that shit but I'm not really a big fan of the ones where they just roll down the, the ramp you know and I get that you know either you're not going to be a fan of every single event so um I, I mean we I are 100%. I'll, I'll be able, 
we talked about it, like we're not fans of every event either. Like just because just because we love the sport, we in the middle of the channel, we'll watch everything. And also, <laughs> we we we, not, we analyze everything, so we kind of have to watch everything. Even if we didn't <laughs> indeed, want to, but I, I do want to. It's like I, there's I always the well. ones that I prefer over the others. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like with Marvel E now, like um, on one of my videos the other day, where I I also have um, kind of analysis and predictions and such for JMR and the uh, Marvel Insider, but I said that I wasn't necessarily going to get into the um, Cravendale or Marbula E, but as soon as the video comes out, I'm like, oh, what? well, I can't not watch it. You can't not watch JMR. Why do you not watch JMR? Who does that, you know? I mean, another thing I love about this is just the, the as the sport, is the cap, um, not captivity, uh, captivating nature of it. And, like, over time, it catches on. If you're persistent enough, I've finally gotten my family into the sport as well, and they have their teams, and they watch hmm. Marbula 1, and lucky for my family, they always pick the winner. <laughs> the old ranges. I don't actually, know if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, actually, no. My family is... Um, I have one Savage Speeders fan, one Snowballs fan, and one mild Raspberry Racer fan. Mild Raspberry Racers, <laughs> you know? Just, just just, a little bit of Raspberry, not too much Raspberry. We like to keep it relatively plain here. Yeah, pretty you know? much. She also likes the Chocolatiers. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little Raspberry, a little chocolate, and go a long way, right? Yeah, we're, we're, th- we're thinking on the right lines now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All no, right, but- well... I think we've talked enough about uh, the Cravendale. Let's move. Why don't we head on to the trivia segment? The trivia segment. segment. Oh, oh, I knew yes. it. I knew it. I love uh, trivia. I knew we wanted a trivia segment, and I didn't even know. I was, what? Uh, I didn't make words. All right, let's do the trivia segment. Do the thing with the music. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. And there, and now we're and there it is. Yeah. I guess it's playing right now. I don't know. I don't know how this works. But you know, there's the music. All right, good. We're in the trivia segment. Trivia happens. You must answer trivia. You gotta. Um, right? Uh, yes. Yes. So go. Uh, all right. Uh, I have mine. So uh, as we just mentioned earlier, the Cravendale Marbles actually did, excuse me, really well um, in balancing. And so... To the point where they actually did better than a lot of uh, the marbly marbles, and so I want to. So I took their the, according to the the best score, which is the second heat from balancing, and taking the results for balancing um, from twenty nineteen. Uh, the first place mar- team for uh, Cravendale was the Semi Skimmers with a three eighty four for their run. Um, so they're compared to the run scores of. The Marble League, they beat everyone except for the top two. And the question is, what two Marble teams beat them in balancing in terms of From score? Marble League? Wow. Like, first of all, wow that they did that, right? Yeah. That's uh, that's impressive. Um, so you're looking for the teams be- that were gold and silver in balancing in Marble League 19? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll step back because I know this. Oh. Uh, I do not. Um, this is, uh, yes, I host the podcast. I don't, it doesn't mean I know everything. Um but here we go. Uh, okay, balancing. Let's think balancing. Who do we got here? Well, um, balancing was uh, what, what? This actually will help me a lot, believe it or not. What number event was balancing in the Marvel Olympics? Three. Marvel League 2019. Three. Okay, so we know the Green Ducks were not in there because the Green Ducks, I don't think, medaled 
they didn't medal for a while. They medaled, but they were like they finished fourth many times, as far as I can remember. It was not the Green Ducks, I don't think. I remember the Hazers doing well, but I don't. I think. Wait, was that the triple record season? That was the triple record. Se- was that the triple record season? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it was the Crazy Cat Size did third. Then the okay Thunderbolt Hazers. That's what I'm going with. Thunderbolt yeah, I should have changed the question. I, I should have worded it differently. But yeah, you're right. It's Hazers and Thunderbolts. That was like that was that was tough. I had to like go back and remember the uh, the events. It was a good it was a good way for me to remember that triple record event. That was that was a big deal. You know, we had Crazy Cat Size out there breaking a record, but because the Crazy Cat Size are obsolete in the in the eyes of most Marvel sports fans, unfortunately, really, we had to have the Thunderbolts come in, and then we had to have the Hazers come in. Yes, no, most people don't even. I never hear about the Crazy Cat Size. I love the Crazy Cat Size. They're one of my favorite teams. They're in my top five, but nobody speaks of them. I mean, they're um, like the face of the shirt. Like if you have the. Right. <laughs> Like, I called them iconic on my video the other day, so They're I don't the know. the classic marble. Cat's Eye Marble. Exactly. Like the yeah. first marbles ever made. Like, it's surprising um, the that they didn't, marble marbles. Like they didn't come into existence until 2018. That's surprising. But yeah, yeah, I, and it's, yeah. I knew the Hazers and the Thunderbolts, by the way. It's good. Yeah, I, I could sell. Uh, I do like uh, the Thunderbolts. So who has a, another trivia question for us to do? That's a good question. I enjoyed that question. You want to go ahead, Professor? Okay. Um, well, I thought about this one because I am, after a Marvel fan, a trivia fan, to the soul, um, I thought about doing one with wordplay, but I'll just go um, back farther a little bit. Do, do y'all still remember the um, Amazing Maze? Oh. Y- yes, I think. I <laughs> think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, you're going to have to refresh me a little bit. I probably watched the video, but I don't remember it, like, you know, really well. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, in between 18 and 19. It was supposed to be training, and it was the big Humbolino maze, and they had oh. only the winner's advance and the two wild cards. Wait, was this with Marble League teams? Yes, all of them. It was oh, before the Green Ducks came. Oh, hmm. my God. Uh, wow, you're really you're really taking this hard. All right, this ask the question. One. Let's see if is I can get it right. cha- Is it even on JMR's channel anymore? Yes, it's like one of the first videos they uploaded when they restarted the channel. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, man. Wow, so um, what, what's, your, so what's your question about it? Okay, there's two possible answers. Which team missed advancing by one spot? There's two teams that tied, which, either team that missed... Wait, I forget how did this even work? How did the Amazing Race even work? Okay, I'll just change it. Which team won? Which team won? <laughs> Which team won? I don't think that's going to help anyway. Dude, I think yeah, both yeah. Gonna... That is a tough... Dude, that's a tough race to remember, man. I mean, like... Dude, I remember records from 2016 Marble Olympics, man, but I don't remember the Amazing Race. That's crazy. All right, um, so I was still going to try answering your first question, so I'll throw one out there. I'll say that the... Uh, I want to say but maybe the... Uh, Team Galactic lost out by one point, and the one the winners. I want to let's say I'll go with. <sighs> I'm gonna stick uh, to Savage Beaters. I gotta go with what I gotta go with. Savage Beaters is my go best with option. Thunderbolts, I guess. Oh wow, that's an answer. <laughs> it's an answer. Oh, okay, well you were close with Savage Beaters. They came in third. Oh, Savage. Oh, well then, Mellow Yellow. The winners were the Raspberry Racers. What? Oh, oh, what foreshadowing! Wow, dang! That. I didn't know notice that. Yeah. How did we not? How did we not mention that? Well, actually, that came out quite a bit before episode one of the podcast. So, like, I wasn't even. I think it did. I wasn't even like 
invested in this whole situation like i hadn't even joined the 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 discord for the first time you know messed up the royally the fan team competition that had not happened yet you know (laughs) so like that was that was before my my marvel sports connoisseurity time you know um Uh, i had gotten kind of into it but not definitely not to the degree that i currently am doing obviously wow yes yeah it just kind of happens over time uh so what what about your first original question Okay, the two teams that just missed out by one spot were Primary and Jawbreakers. Ah, uh, well, Jawbreakers. Yeah, there, there was no way. It was, it yeah. was all just pure I would pure never guess. want to guess Jawbreakers. Yeah, so for anyone who remembers The Amazing Race, you probably, probably like, there. Yeah, those are the facts. And uh, those are indeed the facts. So there you go. Yeah. All right, Brendan. So what's your trivia question? Uh, uh, I had to, I, I, I uh, failed to prepare one, as you know. As you know, I, it mm-hmm. just, you know, it sometimes just slips the mind, man. It slips the mind. Um, but, uh, ooh, I think I have a good one, but you just have to let me think for a sec. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Um, we'll go, we'll go recent. We'll go recent this time. You know, see, test your knowledge on the recent videos. Um, so obviously we know that unfortunately here in Marbula E and Vision, Vision, Virgin Racing had a terrible race again. Um, but in the end, but how far did they make it up? You know, what was the top place they reached in this recent race? They reached third. Yeah, I want to say third, too. It was either third or fourth, but I think third. Fourth. I, I, I pretty 100%. I watched this video like an hour ago. It's fourth. You check, check me on that. If, if I'm wrong, I will end the podcast forever. But it, it's fourth. <laughs> okay, then I'm not um, fact-checking. Uh, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's a... That's a no, that, that, uh, Envision made it to third. Spot. For a brief second, they Are made you it to kidding third. me? Of course, for a brief second. Well, actually, it was not a brief second. It was actually a good, decent part of the lap, it seems. I swear yep. it was fourth. See, no. that's what happens when I don't prepare a trivia question. Yeah. I get facts wrong. But, um, so I don't know. I was just thinking about that. We got it right. Yeah, see? I, I, I made the bad question on purpose because I wanted to see if I wanted to test your knowledge, see if you mm. would call me out. Yeah, see? See what I did there, Professor? <laughs> All right. Well, that he was the trivia segment, he everybody. He so have any let's head on back. Stupidity. Oh, sorry, yeah, I just left. back with the music. <laughs> music time. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! Alright, we're back. Are we here? Yep. Are we after yes, the music? We Before the music still. I have we no are idea. here now, so we can... Who knows where so it's going to be. We can discuss uh, the... The, the um the uh race three and I gotta say so this I had so much fun with race three like because I, 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 I for obvious reasons like the highlight of the race was just seeing envision not launch Audi off the track that was incredible <laughs> dude I didn't even think that was possible what momentums right um like, I mean oh wait, what it's so great what mo what did you say momentum it, oh, it's his thing. thing. <laughs> it's his thing. Don't worry about it. What do you mean, my thing, dude? Momentum. Did you I see? I could have sworn I heard the episode where you started that. Uh, he, uh, I, he, uh, he, he mispronounced you, it. I, I, I fail to understand. If you look at the race, there was a situation in which Envision Virgin raging, raging <laughs> behind Audi, and there was a lots of momentums, and they they came into each other, and Envision Virgin with its momentums. Hit Audi off the track. Did that not happen? Yes, yeah, that happened. So why are we why are we acting like we're all confused here? 
Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> just, just, just humor him, Professor. We're not going to get anywhere if we keep this up. Yeah. Whatever We're not going to roll anywhere, huh? See what he did there? Whatever happened. Oh, ricochet? Oh, he's over there? Ah, oh, ricochet. Oh, he's, uh, he's, he's gosh. Whatever happened to Momentum? Loth, well, I'm going to defer to you on that one. I don't remember <laughs> that being a thing. That was, um... That would be um, hashtag, hashtag Momentum. I, it was, it was, um, let me think. It was back in the Winter Games. Greg Woods, he said something, I think it was, uh, like, Oceanics were running right before they got stopped. Uh, and he said they have a lot of momentum, or Mo-momentum, dare I say, because that was a year actually, Momo oh, was still he there. Have, he might have said that, yeah. That's just a Greg Woods thing to say. Just kind of, like, you know, tickle you with a little joke there, you know? Like, you have to adore him for those kind of things. Yeah, like, dude. He, yeah, he's he's the best. He's the best. Yeah. You know? Even though Envision did, like, like, clearly knocked Audi off of the track, like, well, if it was on purpose or not, I actually started rooting for him. I, I kind of, that just got me excited. But, and also, I, I, I like rooting for an underdog. And so when they were doing good, it's like, oh, yeah. But then again, at the end of the day, they just dropped oh, down. Oh, and to they slowly tenth. slipped down, too. You saw him get up there and just over, like, five laps, slowly yeah. slipped down one it, place by one place by yeah, one place. Yeah, they got place. one point. If they got any more, like, they would have gotten out of last place. They would have yeah. tied with Nissan. And Nissan, Nissan and Nissan's the only one they did actually managed to beat that's still finished. Because <laughs> so, no, if because yeah, if Audi didn't go flying, they would have gotten zero points. Well, uh, our one point is still one point. Yes, uh, anti camper, but at the end, it's still like they could have done so much better. And like I don't know how many races there's going to be in in Formula E. But I I doubt that it's possible anymore for Envision to win because of this. Hmm, but yeah. I don't know. It depends how many races there are. Are there three more, or is there, there just one more? We don't I feel like there's two. a lot more because if you look at the um, if you look at like the promo, it lists doesn't it list like all the names of the cities very quickly? Like you can't quite count. Like are I, they I, really going to be running this thing for like the next few months? I mean, I kind of I kind of don't want many more of these. I have to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I mean. I, yeah. I want I want Marble League to come through, and I want Marble League to be there in its full force without filler. I don't want to see any other Marble sports during the Marble League time. I don't. And and um, eh, come on. I mean, have we milked have we milked the Marbula one thing enough yet? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I I've gotten like, tired of it too. Like, I it's it's similar. Like, well, I don't think I've ever had a point where I got tired of Marble League. I imagine if I had Marble League nonstop, I would get tired. Although oh, they, I binged, I binged all of Marble League though. But I did so. Same, I same. I binged I, it for my no, birthday. No, but you, you realize the excitement of binging is realizing that there's an end to the binging. Right. <laughs> that someone Wait. write that down, and also someone look into that because that makes uh, a lot of sense, even though it makes no sense. I feel like the excitement to the binging is eating snacks while you're binging, while realizing, oh, hey, I probably shouldn't be doing this, which makes it a guilty pleasure, which is even better. They do no, go through the cities real better quick. than like eating your favorite foods while watching a show that you just want to watch. You just want to see it. Um, no, but for me, like, like you take like the series I'm binging now, like you know, not Marvel related, unfortunately, but I'm um I love Scooby Doo. I want I just because we're stuck in our houses, I'm gonna try, I'm trying to do all the Scooby Doo in the order of the timeline uh, by which Scooby Doo exists. How many you movies know? were there? Uh, we're ta- you're talking like 14 series and 36 movies all over the last 50 years. Oh wow, so a lot of stuff. But the excitement in the binging of that 
chronological timeline is the fact that there is an end to it. There's going to be a point where I will sit there and I will watch the last episode, or maybe, I don't know how I'm going to get that far, um, (laughs) maybe watch the last episode and I have completed the journey. And binging is exciting because the journey will end. If Marble League was an endless slew of events for ever and just there was always another season, then it would be like, uh, eh, not really, you know, it, it wouldn't be as exciting. But um, the fact that it is only once a year, you kind of have that whole suspense building up to it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that, you know, the community built around the suspense. So um, that's what makes it awesome. But when Marble League is happening, I don't want to see Marble E. I really don't. I really actually don't. I'm going to be upset if I see any promotional content during the Marble E season. I, uh, the Marble League season, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see it. I, okay. It's, so it's I, like the I, two I, events I through, should be unrelated. I went through frame by frame through the Marble League opening. There are 12 cities listed, so there's going to be probably at least... Uh, oh, Jesus. There'll be like at least... 12 uh, cities? Yeah, nine more. There'll just be like nine more races, most likely. Oh, come on. Talk Are about it. Mind? Talk about if Envision version actually did good consistently enough to have a chance. Talk about the comeback that would be. That would be more than um, like... Yeah, they, have, they have a chance now again. Pinkies are going to do something. That's, that's four more races than we saw in Marbula 1. Yeah. That's going to be going right through Marble League. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. What are they going to do? Like release, release one Marbula E and then one Marble E each week? I'm not going to like this very much. i got to be honest with you. Um, I mean, that's 12. That's 12. And i got to be honest, the qualifiers for Marbula E are not interesting to watch. Yeah, not they're, really. They're really... I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I know that they have the best editing and the best look to their track and the best graphics. But when there's only a singular marble being timed as it rolls around the track, I'm going to lose interest after all 12 of them finish doing that. Re- we need Marble League, Mar- marble League back. We need a break from marble, Marbula 1, Marbula E, whatever you call it. You know, we hmm. need a break. We need, I need to see some collision. I need to see some complex formations that Greg pulls out of nowhere as he <sighs> describes collision happening. I, I need to see rafting come back as marbles get flown out of raft. I don't even know. I need to see that. I miss that. I want it back, and I don't want to see nine more episodes of Marbula E. I have to be quite honest with you. Uh, it's okay, a little well, harsh, well, but it's true. Like, like, looking at our live chat, like, uh, like, like only three events were, were pre-recorded, so there'll be nothing af- until after ML20, so there will not be any interruptions for M- during ML20. Oh, that's that good. weird to delay nine races and then do them right afterwards? Well, didn't that happen to Huelino? Didn't that happen... Hmm? No. Oh, I was going to... Okay, I was saying, didn't that happen to, like, Huelino when Marble League first came out? Like, they did eight events and then they did the last four, like, months later. You never knew they were going to finish it. Is that how it happened? did they? Actually, no, I think they finished it, and then he decided to add four more events. Because originally, really? really ro- I think I'm... I don't know, I'm coming from way back. Because I remember the very first Huelino tournament, Ruby Rulers won because they had eight events and the double points. But then they changed, uh, changed it after Marbling. They added the last 12 events, like block pushing and collision, to Huelino after they were introduced in Marbling. Hmm. So, tw- are we, which Huelino are we talking about here? Because 2018 had only eight events. I think 2016. Tw- no, 2017. 2017. 2017? Yeah, the very first one. You mean, no, 2016 was the first one. Then 2016. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll check. Th- I think they only have the all events 
version. They don't have a single one. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I think that's far enough back, yeah. The one thing I do miss after his channel restarted is the highlights from... There were 12 events in 2016, but I can't oh, you tell mean the, you were... mean the top 10 most thrilling races of 2019 or, or something like that, stuff like that? Um, the highlights of ML18, where he did the highlights and, like, the bloopers at the end. I missed that video. Like, the events he considered for the final while we waited several months and him falling down in the snow trying oh, to record. Funny. Oh, yeah, 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 because it kind of added that personal touch to it. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like JMR has a weird goal to be as professional as you could possibly be, and they're well, they're they're nailing it. But you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I guess that that must be right because there's no 2017 Hubelino tournaments. I guess that that's right. I guess the last four events were bled into. 20, from 26 it's like but did they add teams or, or like it was just like they added they added events they added events, events. they changed the um oh, right. yeah that's right i remember i remember like actually watching like basically in the first few um events they listed only eight but then mm-hmm. like towards a certain point they listed hey we're doing eight more or four more it's like oh okay yeah Anyway, um, I think that we have we've covered all the topics for today. We're almost at an hour. If anyone has anything else they want to add marble related, um, then do it. And if you don't, we can uh, raspberry race our way out of there. Huh? See what did there? Uh, what was yes, you, I see. Now that he's on webcam, did. you can literally see the pain flickering across his face as I as I produce these unplanned, just not even creative puns. Yeah. Look at him. Look at someone meme that right there, Kason. He's in the live chat. You go that to looks me. very take that, familiar. Take a screenshot of what he just did there. <laughs> take that. <laughs> you can't write that down. You you have to start a one with a picture. You can you can picture that down. I don't know. The only the only the biggest mistake about uh, Marbula E is that they put the qualifiers in the same video as the main race. Because if you get through the qualifiers, you're probably bored to the point where you don't necessarily no, know man. what you're getting in the main race, which is much better. But they also obviously can't make it two separate videos either because they just don't have the space for that. Um, and they also probably don't want to because the the qualif- the problem with qualifiers and Marbula whatever is it's just freaking boring man and that's why like and and um, I suggested this when Fubico was doing his qualifiers as well if I was doing the qualifiers I would kind of do some kind of not time lapse but kind of like a side by side situation where maybe I'd have two marbles running side by side um, I I actually my my idea was take the full run of each qualifying marble and then just do like two at a time side by side on the screen. So not only does it go half the time, but it also, you have this, if you line the the side by side videos up correctly, you have this, this unintended sort of one V one race kind of thing. You know Exactly. So it would kind of do that. And I, I propose that I mentioned that in the podcast, I proposed that a few, because it's a great idea, but you know, not everybody goes with the, not everybody wants to do that. I think it would be a great idea. I think it would. But everybody likes to maintain their the look, and also it might be a little bit clunky on the screen with the two of them there, and then like random dark background somewhere. I don't know, but I just think it would be really cool. And um, but yeah, it definitely gets boring. It definitely does. Mm. I I I really, and then like the race is like five minutes too, and the fact that the races are timed instead of laps, it's not. It, you kind of like okay, 
okay, they're just going to roll around for four minutes, but it's not really important until the last minute kind of thing. So yeah, they, the marbles placements develop over the four minutes, but with laps, at least it's like, oh, each lap is one step closer to the final lap as opposed to the minutes where you're just kind of like, oh, this is just timed, you know, kind of like putting something in the microwave and coming back in three minutes, right? Just, you know, put in the microwave, come back three minutes. I'll be back here for the last 20 seconds for it to finish up heating, right? Yeah, pretty um, much. And, and, you know, you just watch the clock kind of tick down, like, you know, some marbles are passing, some Envision version raging, race, river, r- r- raging, uh, throwing stuff off the, tr- I don't know. But, like, you know, like, I don't know. I uh, Just well, let me see some collision, man. I just want to see some collision. Yeah. I have one well, other question. We're getting that, hopefully, very, uh, relatively soon. Yes, yeah, so, off. You know. He's I the will. Is that all? Like, I, I don't know about you, but I don't really have much to say. Like, well, I was excited about <laughs> you that You don't have much thing. to say? We're already at an hour again. What? <laughs> um, no, we always have a lot to say, guys. That's but a we run out of words. left, you know. Yeah, but... Um, the I qualifiers come soon. Wrap up. Um, yes. And I can't wait. 18th, so 10 days from now, yeah, as of recording this. Can be 10 exciting. days from now. Oh, yeah. So the next episode, we will be really diving into these qualifiers. What's going to happen? Well, no, because ne- ne- next next episode, we will be discuss we will, Those qualifiers still won't have happened. Yeah. No, we will discuss what we think is going to happen. Oh, what okay. What we think is going to occur. Like, like what? Um, I, I really can't wait for that first episode of the qualifiers and then just to see some of the teams and then just dive right in and be like, these predictions, I knew these predictions were going to be correct, you know? Like, what would, be the, what would be the, like, the weirdest outcome, like you'd think? Like, what team would be the weirdest one to qualify this year. Like when you, there would be a small chance, but you Hornets. wouldn't expect. Hornets. <laughs> really? After, after their M1 Hornets. performance, maybe. After their M1 performance, if they if they qualify or have a really good performance, I'm going to be surprised. Well, I mean, they did good in showdown, so I mean, I it wouldn't be as much of a surprise as you think. It would be a surprise to me. I think they lost, uh, I think once they're up there in the big leagues with those other teams, the more uh, important teams, they lost a lot of uh, composure. Um, and you're probably going to see that uh, occur in the in, in the qualifiers here. But it was also, also just a racing event. Though. Would be very very surprised if the Savage Speeders, who now have to do the qualifiers for the first time ever, um, do not make it. If they don't qualify, um, I think that I think we're, it's in chaos. The marble, the Andromeda might fall apart, <laughs> fall from from the sky. Mm. If the Savage Beaters do not qualify this year, I I don't even and 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 they actually and they couldn't they may not right I mean this is the first time the Savage Beaters have to face a qualifying situation I think so they, will. they might although, they uh, might fail although I honestly think the Hornets will too I mean there hasn't been a season yet where there hasn't been at least one rookie team I think that's one of the uh, aspects that would, you couldn't really go without like we had a Hazers we had a Green Ducks what would a season be like without rooting for someone who's unknown and worth rooting for maybe that's true um and and i agree with that i agree with that i just um in my in my humble opinion i do not think the hornets are going to make it this year just the way that i i see them out there when when they're against teams like a rangers savage speeders mellow yellow um i just don't see it and also it'd be very weird for me if the mellow yellow doesn't qualify because i've already two months ago even, established that my prediction for the winner of 2020 Marble League is Mellow Yellow. So if they don't even qualify, that kind of jeopardizes my position as host here on, on the show, all right? So, I mean, ugh, I mean, WAF might have to take over the host position if the Mellow Yellow does not qualify. The Mellow Yellow. The I mean, Mellow Yellow. I mean, I'll just throw it out there earlier. Um... I said it last year, and I was proved very wrong. If they qualify, I'll still give Thunderbolts a decent chance. 
of winning, mainly because I want a team to say that's not completely out there. That is, see, that's a tough prediction, man. Um, I, I hope that, dude, I, I give you the, I don't even know. I just, I, <laughs> that's a tough prediction to put down, man. That's a tough prediction, you know? I mean, d- Thunderbolts are just, they kind of disappear in there. If they win, I'm going to be surprised. But you know what? For your sake, I hope they uh, at least qualify and put up a great performance this year. Mm-hmm. Help for the, uh, the trifecta of qualifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, and I, I'm not even a huge. I like the speeders. I'm not a huge speeders fan, but I just want to see them qualify to keep order in the marble sports world. You know, if there's anything that's going to shatter glass out there on the the field, it's going to be the Savage Speeders not qualifying this year, which would be unbelievable in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose we could save our predictions for the qualifiers for next time next time but for now this has been the msw podcast thank you so much for watching or let's see and and roll i guess we'll see you next time (laughs) roll on (laughs) on, fans. fans